Hello and welcome to another edition of the Rouse Review. I'm your city manager, Dan Hoffman, and with me is Amy Simmons, communications director. I'm here. You're here. There's a pause there. Are you unsure? <laughs> I'm here with bells on. Oh, great. Uh, it doesn't work well in a <laughs> podcast, but where did that figure of speech ever come from? I have no idea. With bells on? Amanda, do you know? I don't know. It has. It sounds like a Christmas thing. It does. It does sound like it. Bells. It sounds like a... Maybe it's the Santa thing. You know, Is it he's a coming Santa down thing? The, yeah. I don't know. All right. We'll have to look it up. It's jolly. I mean, uh, that's what I think about. Yeah. If one of the five people that listens to this podcast <laughs> knows, please email Amy. Yes, please. Amy.Simmons at Winchester we'll, ta- we'll talk about it the next podcast if we get an answer. There we go. That'll be the subject of <laughs> the next one. Uh, all right. So we got a lot of stuff to do today and we have a special guest. Uh, so I'm going to get right into the council meeting tomorrow night. So pretty reasonable agenda, mm-hmm. um, but we've got uh, a few things that are coming back, a few boomerang items on there. One is the Loudon Street Walking Mall. Uh, so if you're interested in some additional steps that we are taking to uh, ensure the safety on the walking mall, uh, tune in. Uh, you know, we, It's basically another tool in our toolbox. And to, we just talked about that at a committee meeting, right? Yeah, we just had a committee meeting last week about it. And it's something that we've been chewing on. But you know, as, as everyone hopefully at this point is aware, uh, you know, we're limited. We can't just arrest people for panhandling. Panhandling is not illegal, everybody. It's not <laughs> illegal. And, and we can't make it illegal either. Uh, same with loitering. That's, mm-hmm. that's something that's also real dicey. So, uh, But we're trying. We're looking at what that things we can do. The other thing is the, uh, the gun ordinance. So court ruling, we're now changing the ordinance to be in line with the court ruling. So again, another boomerang item. Uh, and then other than that, we got an executive session, a few rather uh, small land use issues, and off the top of my head, that is uh, our meeting tomorrow night. So uh, simple. Uh, yeah. Simple, not so simple. Show up. You can always show up in public <laughs> comment and just uh, tell us whatever you want to tell us. Uh, Amy, what do you got? And just a couple of things. Uh, we're currently taking registrations for our Insight Citizens Academy for 2023. That starts in January, and all you have to do is go to winchestervagovernor slash insight for details. And the deadline to submit photos for our annual calendar photo contest is November 1st. So that's coming up. Mm-hmm. And there's a form on my communications page. So check that out. And uh, this is the biggie. Uh, Halloween is next week. Just a friendly reminder that the city does not regulate trick-or-treating. <laughs> uh, it is not a city thing. We everybody. don't cancel it because it's, you know, the weather's bad. We don't exactly. reschedule it. It's up to you guys in the, uh, in the neighborhoods when you have that tradition. So um, have fun, be safe, but we're not going to tell you when when you can't do it. Yep, this is not something we regulate. The state has not <laughs> uh, empowered us to regulate Halloween, nor do I have any interest in regulating Halloween. No. Uh, obviously, if there are safety concerns, you can call the uh, police non-emergency number or 911 if it's an emergency, but um, no, don't, yeah. uh, don't look for us to tell you when and how to do Halloween. Right. But be safe. Be safe. Uh, but if you're interested in a daytime option, the Old Town Mall is having a trick-or-treating event on October mm-hmm. 29th from 2 to 4. And it's just provided by the Old Town Winchester Business Association and Downtown Merchants. Yes. These are the merchants downtown. Yeah. Thank That's you. It. All right. We have a, uh, a a guest in. Although not really a guest. No. Just a guest of the show. But, <laughs> uh, and I think last, did, did we reference that I picked a new police chief in the last podcast? Yes. All right. Good. So, uh you all probably know her already, Amanda Behan. Uh, new, Yay. almost police chief. Well, no, she's a new. She she's is. the new police chief. We did the swearing in last Friday. That's right. We did the swearing in. Uh, yeah, on Friday. So you're now, you've been the police chief over the weekend. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. it went the smoothly. City, yes. The city survived. Yes. 
<laughs> we're not now in some type of post-apocalyptic, uh, you know, Walking Dead zombie now, scenario. Now, here. not with Amanda. <laughs> Give it time. Give it time. <laughs> what is he saying? <laughs> the uh, no, well, you can be confident that the ship's going to keep moving in the right direction because it's a great team of people. It is. Yeah, it's it not about just one person. No, not so, at all. But uh, it is nice to have a new person uh, here at the top. So, yes. uh, Amanda, you're now. Um, Tell us first off thoughts reactions. You're you're a chief now. So exciting! Absolutely, such an exciting time for our department. And you know when um, reflecting on it and realizing that I'm a part of history is just absolutely amazing to me. Um, I don't know that that part hit me right away. I certainly recognize being the first female is is a huge accomplishment. But it was walking down the hall of the Timbrook Public Safety Center and seeing the wall of chiefs mm-hmm. and realizing my photo is going to be there. That's right. And I think that was the moment that it hit me. You know, I had been thinking, you know, what a great department I get to lead. Mm-hmm. Um, Chief Piper set me up for great success. Mm-hmm. I have a great command staff. I have leaders who are so motivated and very talented officers mm-hmm. and, uh, and employees, and I could not be set up better for success. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm in a great place. And a great city manager. <laughs> city manager's pretty awesome, too. <laughs> Got to get his plug in there. <laughs> no, and I, you know, and I said that in my speech. I talked about, you know, reflecting on this moment and, and realizing our employees are so fortunate it because we have the support of the city manager, the mayor, council, yeah. and the state. I mean, it's it's so incredible. We are definitely, we love our law enforcement officers here yeah. in the city of Winchester. Yeah. It, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. <clears throat> uh, so you, when you started 22? It's almost 22 years, almost January. 22 years. Yeah. So January will be 22 years. When you came out of the academy 22 years ago, uh, is this where you thought you were going to end up? No. I was just so excited to be in a profession uh, where I was truly making a difference. I had previously worked as a paralegal at a law firm in Fairfax, um, so I was commuting. I wasn't giving back to my community. And you know, I grew up in Winchester, and I just felt a strong desire to do something better. Mm. And I gave it a chance. I wasn't sure where it would lead me. And I can't even believe that here I am where I am 22 years uh, later. And it really wasn't until I had a midnight shift lieutenant who was my first mentor. Mm. Um, He saw something special in me early on and told me that the sky's the limit and that if I wanted to be police chief one day, that I could definitely achieve that. Mm-hmm. And it, the advice that he gave me is to never pass up on an opportunity when it presents itself. And I, I truly stood by that um, mm-hmm. during my career. So how are you going to take that lesson uh, or that experience and use it uh, when you're developing new officers, yeah, when, you're, so when, you're, when, when the next recruit, when the next Amanda mm-hmm. Beham comes out of the uh, academy. Yeah, so this is where, you know, we really need to focus on employee engagement, making sure that our employees feel valued. So that's one of the things that I'll be working on immediately. Um, it'll be important for our sergeants and there are first line supervisors mm-hmm. and our lieutenants who are our mid-level managers that they get to know their employees, knowing their families mm-hmm. 
and recognizing when they're having a bad day so that they can make sure that there's some understanding as to what's going on in their in their lives. And then certainly make sure that you are identifying those folks who want to be in leadership positions and getting them in to schools and training and working one-on-one with them mm-hmm. to develop maybe the areas that they're not as strong in and then also uh, congratulate them on their strengths. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously day, really your first full day, uh, and many, many more days to come. What do you, you know, how do you, how do you approach the first week, the first month, first year? Well, it's, it's baby steps Mm -hmm. because certainly, you know, there are great ideas that are running through my head and I had a sergeant approach me and he is like, I can see those wheels turning and I'm excited about everything that you have going on in your mind. However, um, you know, you can't scare folks off mm-hmm. talking about change. Um, it, that's not always, it, there's just uncertainty mm-hmm. that comes yeah. with change. So it's doing things slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a great first command staff meeting. Mm-hmm. It was so fantastic. Um, I, we felt so unified, so open to one another. We talked about uh, some things moving forward, mm-hmm. some small changes. Everybody was on the same page, and it's just going to be baby steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and it's not going to take all, a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It's just not hitting folks with you know major changes immediately. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right, so we're going to talk about some other police stuff here uh, in a minute. So we're doing the uh, the podcast a little bit a little differently this time so we've got uh normally we have part two which is the city works portion which is a little more general about police stuff so if you're living in uh if you're listening to this and you're living in uh you know Fauquier county or you know des moines iowa or whatever uh, you know it might be some relevance to you as well so uh we're gonna take a break uh amanda's gonna stick around we're gonna talk uh about police stuff things you may not know about how police work works um so stick around this wraps up part one <laughs> 